You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here absolutely getting it done. And I got to tell you, we're fired up, and you're fired up. Fantasy Football Week 14, uh, I commissioned three leagues, man. And I can't do it again, okay? I'm too busy, man. I'm too busy. It gets crazy. Um, so, but it's, I, I, I like the league, so... Um, we, we play a lot of high stakes players, a lot of listeners play with us and all the hosts play. And, um, I just put out all the playoff stuff. It was great. And, um, we're ready. We have a two, we have a unique format in one of the leagues where we have two different leagues that play, you know, within the league all year. And in weeks 14 to 16, it's three weeks overall championship. And you get the average of your 13-week total added as a fourth week. Uh, so it gives you a little uh, boost for your points during the week. And uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool um, there. And there's only 30 points from the first team to the to the worst team. That's 10 a week. You can make that up. So it gives everybody an incentive to play all season long. And I think that's important when you put your leagues together. Because unless you're playing for dramatic amounts of money, it's good to have everybody feel like they have a chance and feel like they can continue to uh, participate in fantasy football because the season goes by too quick. It goes by way too quick. Now, last night, of course, we saw one of the uh, craziest games of all time. It was like it was like a gang war. It was a gang war out there. Uh, Joe Mixon got injured, but Gio Bernard came in and totaled 96 yards. He rushed 13 times for 77 yards, caught two or three targets for 19. So, not a bad night for uh, Gio. He might uh, be a guy that you could pick up if Mixon's out. Andy Dalton was Andy Dalton, man. He had a great first half, 21 of 36 for 234, two touchdowns he finished with, but was terrible in the second half, 61 yards. Antonio Brown delivered for the people, eight for 101 and a touchdown for Antonio Brown with a bad foot. Uh, I knew in Daily Fantasy I said Le'Veon Bell is going to have the um, 30 times he'll touch the ball, and... I thought it was because of Antonio Brown's injury that it would be even leaning on even more. But he rushed 18 times with 76 yards, 5 of 6 targets for 106 yards, and a touchdown. Big numbers. Big numbers. A guy I didn't have, man. I went with the three running backs. I uh, In DFS, I, I saved money to get Ingram, Kamara, and Le'Veon Bell in my lineup. So I had to go with second-tier wide receivers. And A.J. Green cut 7 of 16 targets, 77 yards, and two touchdowns, and almost had a third touchdown. Uh, there, so 
A.J. Green delivered for fantasy owners as they start the playoff run. Now, A.J. Green. How about the Steelers? They're going to get the Patriots in Week 15. Ben Roethlisberger, 24-40, 290 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Okay game for him. Joe Mixon had a concussion done in Monday Night Football's game. Where is he going to land this week? Seven rushes, 34 yards, and one pass for eight yards. Fantasy owners are hoping he gets back on the field. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about what do you do if you're a Rob Gronkowski owner. Stay tuned for more on Fantasy Football Rewind. that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and this is Fantasy Football Rewind. You can catch us every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern, as we get you ready, we get you prepared, and we jump over and over and make things go boom, right? Make things go boom? I got to tell you right now, we got to love it. We absolutely got to love it. And you got to make sure that you get it done. And that's the way we do it. That's the way we do it. Here's what you do if you're a Rob Gronkowski owner, according to our guys on the Roto Experts in the morning. You can hear them 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. This is Wall Street Matt Modiga. Why are they playing that silly music? I am Greg Sussman here with you on a Tuesday. And gentlemen, Rob Gronkowski's hit. Yep. Kind of dirty. Uh, very dirty. Very dirty. It wasn't Vontez perfect dirty, but it was something that you do not expect to see a professional athlete do on the football field. If you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you have, basically, he got interfered with his past interference. He didn't take that lightly. 
um, guy, uh, TJ White, I believe his name is. No, uh, Trey White. Trey, uh, Trey White, all right. Tredoris? We'll just go with T. White. Um, <laughs> he, he goes down, gets tackled, gets tackled out of bounds. Great, fine. Gronk comes in, and it doesn't just fall on him. Basically gives him an elbow to the head. No, that, that was vicious. That really was an... And look, I mean, I love Gronk for all he Everybody does. Everybody loves the, Gronk. The, the character. He snapped. The man snapped on the field. And what he did was one of the most vicious hits I've seen this year. Because this guy was laying there defenseless. And Gronk is, as we all know, a big boy. Yeah, he's not and, a little dude. You know, and somebody made a statement, too, which I think is, was correct. He shouldn't be able to play until White can play. I mean, that's uh, never going to happen. So I, I always love that. And it's interesting because you see a lot of these defenseless hits on receivers and whatnot. And yes, they're they're very violent and they're very rough. But you're I mean, you're, you're going for the ball. You're, you're doing it for a reason. This guy was just laying on the ground. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything. And, and Gronk elbows him in the back of the head. While he was laying down. While he was laying down. The Marshawn Lattimore, Mike Evans thing, at least Lattimore was standing up. That still was something that was, right. that was negative too. But right. this one right here... Dude was laying there. I'm serious. He could have been charged with assault. You're not wrong. You're, yeah, he you're could have been charged wrong. with assault for that. I, I mean, the size and the weight of Gronk going down on this man. I mean, that that was really... I mean, you want to talk about that violence. That was Bush League. And I don't, I've never seen anything yeah. like that from Rob. You wouldn't even think Gronk would have that in him. And so Bill Belichick, after the game, literally told Sean McDermott, when Sean McDermott gave him the update, Belichick was like, listen, that's BS. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You never see Belichick do that. And, and he thought he was contrite about it. And Rob Gronkowski said the same thing. He's like, oh, you know what? I got the best of me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? Sometimes sorry's not good enough because you're Rob Gronkowski. You know, this guy's a, a backup cornerback. And you could ruin a man's livelihood. You, you could. Really... Isn't Gronk over there by you, Matt? Should yep. we go? Should he go to the pit of misery? Yeah, he yeah. should go to the pit of misery. <laughs> <laughs> pit of misery for Rob Gronkowski. There you go. Um... Now, for Gronk, he was, as I said, apologetic after the game. He was saying, ultimately, that I, I shouldn't have done that. I got the best of me. I was wrong. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. And rightfully, everybody agree, in agreement, the NFL suspended him for one game. This yeah. is one of those where it wasn't like, should he or shouldn't he? They did the mm-hmm. right thing, and they suspended him one game, which was awesome. Many people, including Jake Seeley, thought it should have been more. What do you think about that, Matt? I, I wouldn't have had a problem if it was more. It definitely had to be at least one game. Yeah. And I guess it's more of the union that makes you file the appeal. But, I mean, he really shouldn't even, even be appealing this. I, it's it's well, going to stand. Well, that was the point I was getting to next, Corey, right? Suspended for one game. Everybody universally agrees. Even Gronk and his coach, Bill Belichick, yeah. said that was dirty. And then he appeals it. Yes, yeah, the NFLPA. The NFLPA, they have a job to do in this situation like this. But like, what, and I've always wondered this: in a situation like that, what is the defense? The defense that you, the defense is that you're there to represent the player, so you put mm. the, you put it in. That's a part of your job. No, no, I I understand that. Mm. But the NFLPA will go to they'll go to the, an appeals hearing with want... like James Thrash or something like yeah. that. And what is the argument to change this? I think it's they don't want to set a precedent where they're not. Yeah. A, a, if they start not appealing suspensions, then I, I don't know. That's the only way I can look at it. That's the only answer I can logically give. It would be a quick argument. Yeah. It would be a quick argument. What it was like, oh, he's really sorry. You don't really suspend players for like after the play hits. Is that the argument? Even if that is the argument, the you know, the, the arbitrator would be like, 
Well, that's crazy. And they'd be like, okay, we're going. <laughs> All right, one game suspension upheld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be really as simple as that, um, which means. Or they can say A.J. Green choked somebody up, threw him in the headlock, slammed him down, punched him a couple times. He didn't get no game. He was he was ejected from his own game. That's true, too, but was he not. was never suspended. So whatever, that would be. I would guess the argument would be something like that. But the NFL's PA job is to to, to at least put fight the for their clients. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, that Gronk play was one of the most violent plays I can remember. And that it was just so that the guy was so defenseless. It was so after the play, and what he did there. I mean, he really, really could have injured him beyond compare. Now for Gronk and the Patriots. I also want to look at it from this perspective. It's not the worst thing to have a miss a game right now in week 14. You're going to get the number one seed. This is a dude that's always hurt. Give him a nice week off in the middle of the year to relax. I tell you the, the worst thing. I tell you the one thing with Gronk being out this week, Danny Amendola needs to be in the lineup. When Gronk so, does not play. As I was getting to, what happens now? What changes for the Patriots? Matt. Danny Amendola. I mean, it's tough to trust this guy. For some reason, he still returned punts with a bad knee. And a bad back, and a bad shoulder. A bad, every, a bad everything for Amendola. He's like, he's like the guy in, in our operation. Like, there's, always, there's something wrong <laughs> on like, every aspect of his body. But uh, he's got to be in your lineup. If, as long as he's deemed healthy enough to play and he's on that field, he's going to see a significant a significant, excuse me, rise in targets, snaps, and everything for as long as he can go out there and play. Amendola, can you th- as Matt talked him up and talked him up and talked him up. It's week fourteen. Can you put him in your lineup? Yeah, you can put him in your lineup this week, and I think Amendola will get it done for you. Also, the thing with Amendola is when they have a full complement of weapons, he's the one that's going to see the least. But whenever somebody is out outside of Chris he Hogan, steps up because him and Hogan play a very similar role, right? Not not just because of that. We 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 thought <laughs> listen, we thought Amendola we thought Amendola would be the guy, you and I. Yeah. Over Chris Hogan. Exactly. And it didn't happen. Now Chris Hogan's out for we assume we haven't heard any word that he'd be back this week. So if we assume Chris Hogan is out, Dan, and Grob Gurkowski's out, to me, the guys that step up, certainly Brandon Cooks will have his monster yeah. role. Danny Amendola steps up. And, and I There's also so much familiarity with the offense with Tom Brady and Danny Amendola. The other one name that comes to my mind, someone can step up with the Patriots. Please don't say Dwayne Allen. Jimmy White. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Jimmy White. Can, I, I, I think James White can come out of the shadows again. He can come out of the shadows. It's just Burkhead's role just seems to be growing. Yeah, it seems like Belichick. This is like the. The prototypical Bill Belichick player. Sure. And he just loves this guy. I mean, he's taking over the goal line work. It's all him. So, I mean, if you have Burkhead, you're smiling right now. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. You said a second ago, Corey, please don't say Dwayne Allen because yeah. you're not trusting Dwayne, Dwayne Allen. Dwayne is zero. He's nothing. Yeah. You I remember the last time when remember Gronk was out. On a Thursday yeah. night football. And somebody was on Twitter saying, play Dwayne Allen. It was, was Mike Clay. It was Mike Clay, yeah. It was Mike Clay. Dwayne Allen, and I was like, unfollow. <laughs> and he also he also got Rob Gronkowski out of his lineup at like nine o'clock that night. Yeah, yeah. that happened to me. after the game started. <laughs> yeah, so there it you is go. what it is. Uh, so okay, so both Corey and Matt agree. Don't go pick up a Dwayne Allen. He's not the guy that can help you. But gentlemen, this is the first round of the playoffs. You very well may have Gronk in your lineup. Yep. You very well may now need a tight end that you don't have. Like, I, I, I get it, you have Gronk, you should have a backup because he's hurt. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Let's assume for now that you don't. You need to go pick up a tight end. What direction can we look in? We got to look at it and we got to understand that if you're this late in the season, really, nothing really on waiver wise. If you still can make a pickup on the wire, 
guys like the legend of Ricky Seals is going to be one of the first people that come to mind. Eric Ebron, based upon his matchup, could be a guy that fantasy owners can go out there and get. We don't know what the situation is with Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed could be on waiver wires and play this week. Did not practice yesterday. What, what, about, what else is new? <laughs> so to me, the first, so I have a couple of names here. And the first name, first two names that came to my mind are actually players that we brought up before the show, Matt. Uh, I go to Cleveland first with David Njoku. I thought mm-hmm. Njoku really stepped up with the turn of Josh Gordon. And there seems to be a trust factor there with Deshaun Kaiser. Oh, uh, you know, Njoku, come, I picked him up uh, this right in the leagues I play, you, you can't make pickups in uh, week 14 and on. So Njoku was a guy I picked up for this sole purpose. The snaps have increased, and he's been praised by the coaching staff for his run blocking. And he looked great uh, Sunday versus the Clippers. He really did. <laughs> and the other guy I'm assuming we're going so to. The other guy is going to be potentially successful because of an injury of his own. Yep. And that was the Zach Ertz concussion. I believe it's his second concussion of the year or within a, a one-year span. And that's that's Trey Burton. And mm-hmm. I remember the last time Zach Ertz missed the game, he hurt his hamstring. They held him out the week before by. And the bum I was playing against, who was an Eagles fan, yeah. at 12.45 before the game started, picked up Trey Burton. And I was like, good, pick up Trey Burton. And you know what? Trey Burton hurt me that week. And here he is again this weekend in the playoffs. Can you play him? Yeah, no, I'm taking Trey Burton over Dwayne Allen, names like that. And he's definitely somebody. We saw as soon as uh, Ertz went out, he was throwing to Trey Burton. Trey Burton will have a role if uh, Ertz does not play. If you're a Zach Ertz owner, he's your top priority. All right, so if you're a Gronk owner, how would you rank these three players? Ricky Seals, Ricky Seals-Jones, Trey Burton, and David Njoku. You gotta play one of them this weekend. So you, you do it obviously playing week by week, not for the future. Who, who this week? I honestly haven't looked at the matchups. So Trey Burton and Philly play the Rams in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, you have um, the Cleveland Browns play I, the Green I, Bay I, Packers, and then you have who's the last Packers Arizona. Are one of the best teams in the league to defend the, the Arizona tight end. and Ricky Seals play Tennessee. You know what? I'm gonna go with the raw talent this week. I'm gonna roll it on in Joku, mm-hmm. and Corey's right. They have. Oh, coming into this week, they didn't let a touchdown to the tight end. But and Cameron Bray gets two. Yeah. And that was Corey's great call last week. He he was a believer in that. So I'm, I'm going to go and Joku, Burton, and the legend. There you go. So despite starting uh, Ricky Seals-Jones the last couple of weeks, the legend, Matt, this week is going with David Njoku, then Trey Burton, then Ricky Seals-Jones if you need. I'll tell you what, I like Trey Burton better. Um, that Cleveland offense, you can't, there's no rhyme or reason to it. One week to the next, it's up and down. It's crazy. So you can't get caught up in that. So Trey Burton, in a one game there, they hit the tight end all the time around the goal line. Absolutely, that's the play. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We are absolutely getting it done. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and I am absolutely getting it done. And I'll tell you, my man, Gabe Morrency, gets it done each and every week. But sometimes he has failures, and he documents them. Who ruined your Sunday? Sunday. Well, unfortunately, a lot of people ruined our Sunday yesterday. Let's start off with the Kansas City Chiefs. Great job by the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, Andy Reid relinquished play-calling duties. Matt Nagy took over. Boom. They score a quick 14 points against Gang Green and the New York Jets. Um, unfortunately, they blew that lead. And I don't know, how many leads did they blow yesterday? 16 leads? 18 leads? How many leads is that for you? you know, it's like the dude uh, Ned or uh, Mel or something with a short name on Seinfeld. How many Twix bars is that for you today? It's a Clark bar. Not a Clark bar. It's a Twix. Twix! You know, what are you going to do, man? I picked the Kansas City Chiefs. Alex Smith threw for like nearly 400 yards. What, 366 yards? Four touchdowns? You're up 14 nothing. You're up late in the football game, 35-31. You figure, hey, we're going to win this game. But no. The Kansas City Chiefs ruined my Sunday. But they weren't alone. But uh, they weren't alone. And it's funny because when that happened earlier today, I was like, well, oh, that's not that bad, man. I'm, I'm winning a lot of other bets. We're doing really well. I've had a great, like, two-week run, and I pretty much burned it, man. You know the scene from, like, uh, Batman? Um, the only good one, you know, the, the Dark Knight, uh, the, the Joker. Heath Ledger, when he burns the money? That's me. I, I might as well just burn the money. I might as well just, like, paint my face with makeup and, like, cut my face. And my cheek with a scar. You want to know how I got this scar? I got this scar by betting on the NFL. That's how I got this scar. All right. Uh, you know how I got scars? I do have scars. Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills organization's one big scar on society and humanity. Now, the Buffalo Bill fans uh, did bring their A game yesterday. Another dildo. Another dildo. Yeah, why not, huh? Hey, that's one more dildo on the field, and yeah, touchdowns in the game. It's getting old, man. It's getting old. And maybe you Bill fans, like, just to mix it up, should, like, not get wasted and not throw dildos on the field for once. I don't know. I'm just stating. I like Tyrod Taylor. I love Tyrod Taylor. Good guy, Tyrod Taylor. He tries hard, but 65 yards passing is not going to cut it. A devastating opening drive. Buffalo Bills go down the field 66 yards meticulously. And uh, then they throw an interception. 
for the love of God, why? Why are you throwing the freaking football? I, 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 that, I, you know, I like to punch Rick Dennison in the face, man. I don't know what it is. I, you know, I, I always hate the Buffalo Bill offensive coordinators. Maybe I should just hate them all. Like, you know, it, it, it's just too much. I'm all fired up for a big game against uh, the New England Patriots. The Buffalo Bills can make the playoffs. Maybe they could surprise us and actually, you know, actually beat the New England Patriots. No. no you know what? The defense showed up at first. Uh, but unfortunately, the defense, um, you know, forgot to uh, forgot to cover Rob Gronkowski. You know, remember, you know, that sort of big jarhead, that big, ugly, goofbag-looking douche-wad, that guy? It's hard to miss. Look at him. Yeah. yeah, this guy. It's hard to miss. Yeah, you know. Does that look like the, the face of a man that's sorry for causing a concussion for someone? So when I said they threw a dildo on the field, do we have a picture of the dildo? I like these new pictures. No, I, I was actually going to send a picture to the, uh, into the dildo. I was going to bring a dildo in, actually. Then I figured, ah, Sean's going to freak out and say, nah, you can't show a dildo. I was going to say, look, I got the dildo that, uh, that they threw, but now you can't. Can I even say dildo? Yeah, it's it's a it's a sanction word. Let's just make sure this doesn't end up on the Dish Network best of of the week <laughs> this week. <laughs> All right, speaking of dildos, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, real class act, Rob. There, you're a class act, buddy. You know, you basically, you know, you sucker dive bomb a defenseless player whose face is in the turf, who's half the size of you, who's a rookie. And then after he says, oh, that's not who I am, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, oh, that makes it all right. Didn't Charles, I think Casey Anthony said she was sorry. I think Charles Manson said he was sorry. I think Hitler at times was probably sorry. Hitler wasn't sorry. He was just sorry he screwed things up. <laughs> I don't think he was sorry. But I'm not buying this sorry crap, man, all right? I'm dead serious when I say this, and... I'm speaking clearly. This isn't an angry rant or anything like that. And I know that God's not going to like this very much, but God believes in revenge. There's all kinds of revenge stories in the Bible. The Bible is built on revenge. The Bible is a revenge story. If you turn the Bible into a movie, now I'm really offending people. I went from dildos to Bible uh, breakdowns. If you convert the Bible into a movie, it's called revenge, okay? But I hope that on, you know, I hope... Um, I hope next week when the Patriots are going to the stadium for the game that there's a uh, there's a bus accident. And I hope that a car, like, smashes into the Patriots team bus but just hits where Gronkowski's sitting. I'm not wishing injury on anyone else on the team. All right? I may well wish ill will on the rest of you. But um, <laughs> pestilence. But uh, no, no. I'm just hoping, like, just, where, just by chance where you're sitting, Gronkowski, like some dumb kid on a moped crashes into you. You get off the bus. Just something, you know. But anyways, I don't think I'll have to wait long for Rob Gronkowski to get hurt. And karma's a bitch, uh, Rob. And uh, you know what? I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh like Elaine Bennis did when she heard that George Costanza has a place in the Hamptons. I'm going to laugh and laugh. <laughs> like that but more diabolical <laughs> something like that 
you're 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 a tool. You're a tool, Gronkowski. And I mean this. I wish injury on you. I do. Next time that your your knee gets popped, I'm gonna laugh. Next time your big fat Bud Light filled jar jock looking dumbass face gets concussed, I'm gonna laugh. And I'm gonna say that's for Trey White. Uh, but it's unfortunate that nobody on the Buffalo Bills have any balls to do anything about it. Hey, Preston Brown, you come in there. Where's the flag? You know what? Whatever happened to the Ron Hextall days, man? Whatever happened to, I'll, I'll, I'll knock your head off. You know, what, what happened to accountability? I'm from the buddy, you know, really? If the Buffalo Bills don't intentionally try to injure Rob Gronkowski the next time they play, I don't think I can be a Bills fan anymore. I can accept you guys losing. I can't accept this. I can't accept this. So, Tom Brady has more touchdown passes in the last 20 years than any Bills quarterback does. Rob Gronkowski's from Buffalo, comes back to Buffalo, runs wild all over the field, concusses our best defensive player and a rookie of the year, probably, defensive rookie of the year. And what do we do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Then you probably went out to the club after, you know, after Chippewa Street. You guys got punked, man. You got punked, all right? You know, Rick Dennison, you're a clown offensive coordinator. You make Nate Hackett look good. And McDermott, I don't know, man. Why don't you find a shirt that's a little tighter? Yeah, we get it, dude. You work out. Good for you. You know what you don't work out, McDermott? Your brain! So sick of the Buffalo Bills crap. Like, really? You guys have been an embarrassment and a scar to society ever since the Super Bowl era. And even then, you were the butt of, like, everything. You know, four Super Bowl losses in a row. It's just, it's painful. I'm sick of it, man. And I'm sick of you Buffalo Bill fans just getting wasted all the time and not caring. You know, it's like the, the game's just a sideshow now. Let's throw a dildo. Let's get wasted in the parking lot. I grew up wasted in the parking lot. I don't want to slam myself through a table. You know what? I already, you know, I'm slamming my head through a table watching this crap. The Buffalo Bills, you've ruined my Sunday again. Man, oh, man. It was a great, oh, man. great day yesterday. I got, I got a prop, Drew Brees, over under 269 and a half passing yards. Finishes with exactly 269. What are the mathematical odds of that happening? You know, you could lose a half-point bet, but no, 269 and a half. Just think, like, all those little incompletions here and there. One yard. One yard, man. Oh, yeah, I had a long field goal prop yesterday, uh, over under 46 and a half for the Baltimore Raven game. I think Tucker kicked two 46-yarders. Which leads me into the Sunday nighter. You know, oh, the Sunday nighter was supposed to be great. Oh, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Yeah, what, what a pile of crap that was, man. Carson Wentz turning the ball over. Uh, you know, the most corrupt, rigged, officiated game like freaking ever. Tony Corrente... Yeah, remember Tony Corrente? Yeah, here he is. Hey, Tony, there's the guy. Wasn't he the best man at Mike Pereira's wedding? Oh, that's right, he was, the head of officiating. There's no accountability. Like, Tony Corrente, like, Tony Corrente, you know, he could he could ref, like, a Pop Warner game with, like, kids or something like that. And even then, he'd, get, he'd upset parents. But, you know, you think about it. Hockley, Corrente, uh, who's the other stooge? Sterator, Vinovich, Vinkovich. Whatever, Vich. You all sucked, all right? You all suck, and you're all there every year. I don't even know where to start with this game. 
I, I don't even know where I don't even know where to start. Where, where would he go here? Oh yeah, uh, there was a there was a play on first down where they they, they uh, the Eagles had a first down. They reviewed it. Jeffrey was about two yards past the sticks, but didn't matter. No, they 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 didn't overturn that. Russell Wilson threw an illegal forward pass like about twenty five yards past the line of scrimmage, but no, no, they didn't call that live. And then Doug Peterson doesn't challenge it. Later in the game, there's a pass interference, long, big bomb pass interference play against Seattle. Corrente picks it up. No, no, their feet got tangled. The only thing I like to tangle is like a rope around your freaking neck, Corrente. You suck, dude. You're a disgrace. You know what? Like, you know, I don't know how much I can like clarify this, but if anyone knows Tony Corrente is watching this, maybe is someone in his family or something like that, let him know. Let him know. Let your uncle, let your father, let your brother, let your sister know. Say, you know what, Tony? I see this guy on the internet saying that you're really bad at your job, and I agree. You know, how about the how about the game earlier in the day? I think it was Vinkovich and, and uh, or is it Sterator in the Carolina game? Yeah, New Orleans Saints are about five yards offside. Not one referee sees it. Of course not. Why not? The NFL screws the same teams over and over all the time. The Detroit Lions, Carolina Panthers, Buffalo Bills. Man, speaking of dildos, they're used to them. Who ruined your Sunday? Well, <laughs> Fantasy Football Rewind. Stay tuned for more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. That was Gabe Morency. And that's a guy that absolutely gets it done. We'll get it done. Come back and more Fantasy Football Rewind. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are absolutely getting it done. How about some waiver wire pickups? Let's go to our guy, Tim Gilbert and Chris Meany. Welcome Mini. to Fantasy Live Wire. It is Monday at noon, and we are back. This is the world's premier fantasy football chit-chat show, and we're coming at you live. So send us in your questions, and we will answer them. I'm here with Chris Meany, who is an honest-to-God fantasy football expert. Chris, how you doing? Always a pleasure. Always a major pleasure. 
How are you feeling good? Ready to give out some good advice today? I'm feeling good, yeah. We'll give out the advice without uh, getting the neck rubbed down, you know. Yeah, it's last a week we disappointing, got... but... Yeah, it's it's hard to do the show without getting massages since we got massages last week. How did you feel after the massage? I felt good. I felt loose. You know, the neck, not going to lie, the neck was a little tight, but mm -hmm. um, overall it was, it was, it was great. I had a great time and I really loved it. My guy that was massaging me kept yeah. saying to me like, you're going to be sore tomorrow. <laughs> I wasn't that sore, but I did notice that I had like bruising all over my neck. Did you get any of that? No, no bruising. Uh, the neck go. was a little tight, but the back felt great. I mean, she got in there and she cracked the back like three or four times. Yeah, that was, I wish I got a bit nice. of that. Yeah. So what's going on? Are we still, is this still a show? <laughs> okay, hey, what's up? So uh, what do we do here? We talk about fantasy football. Send in your questions. We will answer them. It's the playoffs. So quit screwing around. You got to pay attention. You got to do it. Uh, as always, our theme song is by our friend Rob Rob at Badass Kids Entertainment. Thank you so much, Rob Rob. We love it. Oh, it's yeah. the best. The guy wrote us a song. We still can't believe it. And there's a music video for it on YouTube, so check it out. I have it on USB. Like when I go to play hockey on Friday nights, I'll put it in the car. Like What? Uh, yeah, when I go... And get into the parking lot like I'm fired up I'm amped does I'm it get you pumped play. up yeah like I, I'm, re I'm ready to play hockey like oh my I'm, god get the beat going yeah it's nice well if I played hockey I'd do that too but I don't so I won't uh, on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube subscribe if you're watching on Facebook like this page and enable live notifications we're brought to you today as always by Daily Roto take your game to a professional level with Daily Roto premium NFL access Chris Tell us a little bit about the Daily Roto Package. Uh, yeah, the Daily Roto Package, I mean, if you don't have it, you're really missing out. And now that it's fantasy football playoff time, you get it here into week 14, week 15, and week 16, you, you have to make these tough decisions. You've got to sit big-time names, Tim. Big players, you've got to sit them, and you have to make these tough decisions because there's some tough matchups. So, I mean, that what I love about so much about the package is, it's just the projections, like how many targets you think a guy's going to get, how many carries, the target share, the timeshare with some of these other running backs, certainly some that we'll get into today. And hey, if your season is over, DFS, DFS football week 14, I mean, you can play for free. You don't have to play for money. You can also play for money with some of your league mates. You don't got to worry about injuries. You guys can get together and have like a, a league and pull everybody together and have a tournament that way. You can start, start now, make the switch over if you want to to basketball. Daily Roto's doing some some projections with basketball every single day. We're always talking NBA, so it doesn't stop there because football seems to be over. Projections, customizable tools, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, check out the package 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. He's right, folks. Go to dailyroto.com slash premium. Use the promo code FNTSY for 10% off. You can't beat that. No, you, can't, you, just... you can't beat it. 10% is the most percent. Uh, as always, we are drinking beer. It's Monday at noon. That means we're drinking beer from our friends at Bose Brewing Company. Things aren't going so hot for you. Drink a beer. Tough Eagles lost Cheers. last night. Yeah, too bad. Chug it. God, that's good. And we have a bit of... Uh, so thank you to our friends at Bose. We appreciate it. Uh, how about this also? Now look, we got to level with you folks. Send in your questions. We will get to them, I promise. We got a lot of crazy stuff to talk about. Uh, but it's true that with fantasy football playoffs knocking at the door, it's basically here. A lot of people are out of it, and we are very well aware that interest in fantasy football is waning to be generous. 
So, if you're watching the show and you're thinking, why am I watching this garbage show? Who are these two <laughs> idiots? I hate them so much. Don't stop watching, please. We have something for you, too. Today, on a special episode of Fantasy Livewire, anytime Chris uh, gives a bit of good advice or, you know, we have a bit of time to kill and we don't know what's going on, we're going to show you, the people that are already out of it and not interested in fantasy anymore, a clip of somebody eating it on a swing. That's right. We've got a whole bunch of clips of people falling off swings and getting hurt. So we're just going to do that today for people that are out of it in, guys, in fantasy. So let's see one now. Let's see somebody eat it on a swing. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Isn't that great? That was rough. Have you ever like fallen off a swing before? Legally, I'm not allowed to be on a swing. <laughs> Uh, have you, so let's see, let's do another one just for fun, right? This swing thing isn't bad. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Those are always the best. This is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, also, we have a bit of breaking news. Hold on to your hats, everyone. Uh, the Giants have obviously, of course, fired Ben McAdoo and their GM. Mm. Get the Giants hat right up there. Boom. Yeah, that's right. That's a Light Giants hat. Fire. And this parrot has a Giants Helmet on. Oh, yeah. Maybe he should coach the team. Yeah, I mean, they fired the GM, Jerry Reese. They fired McAdoo. Surprise, surprise. These guys are going to get fired. But, in, you know, in my opinion, when I hear this news, I think about how much of a mess this team actually is. The fact that they were going to go ahead and play Geno Smith yesterday and, you know, stop the streak of Eli Manning. Say what you want. Obviously, a lot of people, you know, inside the Giants organization, former players, and even just former NFL players and even current NFL players have had a lot to say about this matter. They all think it's very disrespectful. It's they the all worst. think that they could have went and just, you know, rode up the season with Eli Manning, keep the streak intact, everything that he's done for the new organization. Then they go ahead and they don't play him. They don't even have Webb active, right? So it's like, okay, you want to get a good look at the rookie quarterback that you drafted? No, you're going to play Geno Smith. If Geno Smith got hurt yesterday, they would have had to put Eli Manning in. Just a complete mess. So no surprise here that the organization goes ahead and they fire and you know the front office and they get and they, it's just it's pathetic to be honest with you, Tim. It's it really is. It's 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 such a joke to do this. And then I mean I'm fine with the move. If you want to see what you have with some of these other quarterbacks, sure I'm fine with that. But then to go ahead and fire the coach and then the GM right after all of this, it just it doesn't add up. It just makes me think this this organization is more of a joke than I thought it was. And now there's some reports. You know that they could actually go back to Eli Manning this weekend. That they could go back to him, and that would be even more of a bigger mess. That the fact that his streak is over, you already like went through all the toughness and, and saying, "Hey, you're not going to start. We're going to roll out Geno Smith." And for them to actually go back and play Eli Manning. Now, I'm not saying that that's the case, but there's some rumblings that he could start this week. Oh my god, it's pathetic. It, it really is from a fantasy standpoint. Um, good news, I suppose, if he does start for Sterling Shepard. Ivan Ingram was good yesterday. He was fine, and he was, he's been fine. I mean, there was a couple bad games, but I think that was because no Sterling Shepard. Shepard gets there, less attention on Evan Ingram. They're both fine. Uh, but, I mean, this is... It's yeah, they're, crazy. They're a, certainly a laughing stock in, in the NFL. Who knew? Who you know? Who saw this coming? Not yeah, me. I mean they bring in Brandon Marshall. You know, you got another year. Sterling Shepard, obviously. You know the run game was still a big question mark. You know the defense is still pretty good, but yeah, everything has gone um, complete opposite direction of what people thought. I, I suppose certainly what Giants fans thought they were going to get this year. Now, who wants to play for the Giants? And who wants to work for the Giants? Exactly, and you know what, like. For them to even consider playing Eli Manning when you're trying to get a good pick, like you don't want to win football games, guys. Like you don't. You have a better chance of losing when you roll out a guy like Geno Smith 
don't play Eli Manning and coming up in you know, a, a matchup where they, they could win with Eli Manning there. Like, you want the losses. You want a high draft pick. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm mind-boggled. There's nothing else to say about them. We're mind-boggled, folks. They bother me. I'm an Eagles guy. Yeah. I can't stand the Giants. I love to see the misery that they're in, but, I mean, it, it's, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. <laughs> uh, how about this? We have a special announcement before we start. We actually are going to talk about about fantasy football, mate. Not even hitting the vape today. Not yet. <laughs> uh, folks, this is our third last show ever of this Ooh. show, probably. Uh, we've got three left today and then two more. And Monday, December 18th is going to be our special, special viewer appreciation show. You'll be able to check out the Viewer Appreciation Show on YouTube. You can subscribe to the FNTSY Sports Network and get all these shows and a lot more. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back on Fantasy Football Rewind. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. I love it when it goes, yo, 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 yo. Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can get us fired up. That's right. Every Monday through Friday at 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. on East Coast. On the West Coast, you can take us in. And I'll tell you right now, you got a little love in your atmosphere. If you take us in and you can get us on demand, iTunes, Google Play, if you've got it. Can't stay up all night, which I get. Big story. Uh, the Ravens concerned about Alex Collins' migraines. Ravens coach John Harbaugh expressed concern Monday with the migraines Alex Collins dealt with following Sunday's Week 13 win over the Lions. I can tell you this. The migraines are real, Harbaugh saw. They're tough. It's unclear whether the Collins migraines will affect his ability for Week 14 against the Steelers. He's logged 17 or more touches in three straight games, four out of the last five. And we could be back to Buck Allen, Danny Woodhead, and Terrence West. Mark Ingram was listed on the injury report on Monday's practice as limited. The Saints didn't actually practice on Monday. This is just an estimation since the Saints and Falcons are forced to issue a report ahead of time. I'll tell you right now, we'll get fired up for that. And we'll get excited. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name's Tony Sicana. And tune in. Hour number two of Fantasy Football Rewind coming up next. <laughs> 